this. I am excited because we get to talk duels. And what is Star Wars but lightsabers swinging around, cutting people in half and doing their thing. So um, in order to do that, we got some awesome Flowmasters on here. And yeah, it's going to be an awesome conversation right here on the high ground. Hello and welcome everyone to the High Ground Podcast. Uh, we are one guest short. Hopefully she'll be joining us soon. Um, if not, we'll get her another time. It's all good. It's all good. But um, let's start by uh, introducing ourselves. We'll have you go around and say you know, who you are, where we can find your awesome content. And uh, Father's Day is coming up, so I got to ask who's the best dad in, in all Star Wars, like who do you wish was your dad in Star Wars? All right, I'll go to uh, Akula first. Uh, best dad, and that's a hard one. Um, I guess Mace. I would, I would, I would take Mace Windu as a father, uh, because of how stern he is and how straight and narrow and to the point. I think. And uh, I think that's a good, uh, those are good elements, especially especially for my upbringing. I needed those. I think I think people who <laughs> lack those can appreciate them, can appreciate those more. You need that kind of, that kind of stern hand. And I think he'd be perfect for it. Uh, I, that probably means that you are a dad yourself. I can't imagine people <laughs> who aren't parents being like, you know what, someone who's stern and makes me follow the rules. Like <laughs> 100% spot on. Uh, but yeah, uh, um, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and where can people find your content? Oh, I am Inquisitor Akula. You can find me primarily on TikTok. I am working on a YouTube, but right now it's just TikTok only. So it's Inquisitor underscore Akula. Come see me. Awesome. Awesome flow master. Uh, awesome. Giving lessons and, and critiques. I'm still not quite there yet to step in that ring, uh, but, you know, I... I wouldn't go toe to toe with with any any of y'all here. Um, uh, Mark, how about you? Um, so what? Who who I think the best dad in Star Wars would be? Yeah, who would so, you want to be your dad? My well, I, you asked this before, so I thought about it a little bit already. Uh, I kind of thought about Kanan with his kind of adopted family, and uh, I really like that character a lot. And I think it's really cool how he just has like a group of misfits, you know. That he brings everybody together. I think it's awesome. Solid, solid choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as like social media and stuff goes, I, uh, I'm mostly on TikTok, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm mostly on Instagram, but nobody follows me on Instagram. But that's where, I, <laughs> that's where I've been is on Instagram. Um, but Instagram and TikTok at uh, Mark Does the Things. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So uh, we got. Let's see here. Zulusa Mayor is saying uh, Maul because uh, apparently they're evil. I don't know. I just. <laughs> We're looking for a father, not a daddy. All right. Uh, that's, that's different. That's different. You, see, uh, you see how Maul sit on the, on the mandible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we got, got Darth Man, a six, saying Kanan as well. Um, Master Binks says Vader. Uh, talk about an authoritative father. Um, yeah. 
I just uh no, they I just want to survive. I just want to survive. Yeah, my childhood, daddy. Though, so. <laughs> he, he was a dad, and it was he was the villain. Like what? They want they want spank me, daddies. Not now. We're talking about yeah. fathers. <laughs> uh, Vince Skywalker says Qui Gon, which is honestly an an excellent choice. Um, yeah. Uh, Ace Bronx says says Din. Um, He's very patient, very, very kind. I know I would have been frustrated uh, quite a few times with little little Grogu. Um, I, I still, it's totally random, but I still don't quite understand how, like, all throughout the show when Grogu is walking, how he keeps up with everyone. He's got little <laughs> tiny feet. Like, at least Luke would, like, scoop him and, like, move him, you know? But, like, he's just, he's always, a- anyways, anyways. Um, <laughs> Uh, moving on to the news. Um, of course, there's not really any news, but we did get episode four of Kenobi dropping. Uh, I want to go around real quick and get your guys' thoughts on it, how you feel about the series overall, and how you feel about episode number four. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? I, I'm loving the series. I wasn't, you know, like most people after the first episode, so many questions where we're we going to go. Um, but so far. There's been some extremely tense moments, some moments where you're you're the that uh that build a suspense. You're actually you, you don't know what's gonna happen. There there were there was that episode the episode three where they're riding the back of that truck. Like I was like, I, I don't know. I actually don't know what's gonna happen. Like is Kenobi gonna survive this? But I, I know he's gonna survive this, but I was like, this is bad. Like this, all of this is bad news. I love I love how they've been able to capture suspense in a story we already really know the ending to. We know this is going, but you're still like, man, I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Mark? Uh, I mean, so I'm going to have the unpopular opinion that I didn't really care about wanting to watch a Kenobi show. Uh, I think it's cool that it happened, I guess, but like, I don't, I got an entire cartoon series, uh, uh, four movies yeah. with Obi Wan Kenobi in it. I don't, I don't need that. Um, <laughs> for me, I like, uh, I like uh, what's her name, uh, Reva. Reva, is yeah. how you say? Yeah, I like, I I like her. Yeah, I like her. She's uh, probably the most interesting character to me on there. I know that's also an unpopular opinion, but I'm like, she's also one of the only new characters, you know. And I think it's a lot of fun uh, seeing her do like the parkour stuff. And, you know, uh, I like the the costume, and it's cool. It's cool getting to see some stuff like that. I tell you what, I don't like though, um, the Grand Inquisitor. Like, no thanks. I'm not even one of those, like, people that's like, I don't like how he looks. It ain't even that. The man is not the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor, and Re- I like Rebels. Rebels <laughs> Rebels is my favorite, like, Star Wars thing after Disney. And the Grand Inquisitor is, like, an awesome character. And right. that ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> we we actually, we don't know what happened. There's something We know the ending to the Grand right. Inquisitor. We know what we right. saw is not his ending, so... He's he's due to make a comeback. I just I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Sure. I'm he does a good job with the comeback too, because like I'm not sold, man. Like as somebody that's a big fan of that character, that man yeah. didn't do nothing for me as the character, right. not at all. No thanks. Get out of here. Stay, stay, <laughs> stay dead. Stay dead. I was well, uh, I was. I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. 
so I, I full, I mean, he's, he's going to come back. Right. And I think that's going right. to be like a really big plot point. I think as soon as he comes back now, all of a sudden Reeve is on the out. She's on the outskirts of the empire of the inquisitorious. Um, they don't like her anyways. So, right. <laughs> so right. I think uh, she's going to end up, you know, at the end of her story, she's going to really be in the same type of place as, um, as Obi-Wan where no, no more support, no more backup or anything like that. And we'll have to find her way on her own. And I think that's kind of where her story is headed. That, at least that's, that's my prediction. Um, I haven't made my video on it just yet. I'm going to do that tonight, but I, well, episode four, I think was the, my least favorite episode. I Would loved you? the, um, uh, it, it was there was just a, a few things that just kind of like took me out of it. But it doesn't mean it's a bad episode, and it doesn't mean I didn't like it. Uh, so I, I, I gotta fully say that we, we get a lot of growth out of. He said it's filler. That's what he said. It's a filler episode. <laughs> <laughs> and when we only uh, get what six of them, filler's a big deal. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't stand that that word being used because, like, the episodes <laughs> that are slower are slower because they give us the. They give us the character growth, right? You have to have a constant so that you hold up the variables. If the person is changing, the scenery shouldn't be. Um, mm. And if the scenery is changing, then the person probably isn't, right? You usually get one or the other. Right. Obi-Wan, at, at, in last episode, Obi-Wan was like, we never should have trusted these people. We never should have done this. We never should have came out, right? This episode, he's trying to convince people to trust him. He's trying to convince people just like he would never have done in the first first two episodes. You know, he went from being barely able to move um, the little thing to, to holding up the ocean. He, he went from, uh, you know, he pulled out his lightsaber in fear last time. He pulled it out like a G this time, you know, and I, I like seeing that progression. Yeah, I saw Rust. I saw when you, when you see him when he first pulls it out, he's he's deflecting shots, but they're not going where he wants them to go. The first his first couple deflections, and then you see him start getting back into that rhythm, back to that rhythm, and then that style starts to come out. I loved. We saw that progression in just that scene alone. I love that. Yeah, he's shaking the shaking the rust off. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then on on top of that, like, so my my prediction is. I'm still I'm still banking that we're gonna get Qui-Gon's voice in here. He's gonna talk to talk to Force Ghost Qui-Gon. And I think the ult the ultimate thing that we're gonna run into is um uh, he's gonna be like, I'm not that guy anymore. And then Force Ghost Qui-Gon is gonna be like, Good, you need to be a different guy. You know, like what you need to do has changed. And he's gonna face Vader again, and we're gonna get something similar to what we saw. In the mall fight, we're gonna get him start out the Sarisu form, and mm. then he's and then he's gonna pull choke up and do the Qui Gon form, showing that he's hit another level. He's not Vader's not fighting the same guy that he's been dreaming of fighting for the past ten years. What the Jedi I, mean? What they need a different now, and he's stepping up to that plate. That's what I'm thinking. I was telling people that's why I think Vader let him go. Vader let him go because there's no prize in beating a battered man. He wants full-powered Kenobi. He wants the guy that took the high ground and chopped his limbs off. There's no point in chasing him now. He you wants the prize. Vader Goku, man. You just got to need a big Vader Goku. 
He is dramatic. He's apparently Jason Voorhees now. He can fucking teleport. <laughs> I, I, I still just picture anytime the camera moves, he's just like, he's sprinting. <laughs> That's the fastest moving Vader we ever seen, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, overall, that's that's how I feel. I I love been loving the whole show though, so I'm, I'm I'm happy we got it. I didn't need it, but I'm happy we got it. I'm looking forward to some other stuff. But see, I'm I'm with you on that. See, I I know I, I started negative saying I didn't want it, but like I'm I'm with you. I didn't want it. It's not what I what I wanted, but then I end up actually really enjoying. it. Yeah. And I like how they've introduced some different characters and done some things like that. So it's kind of, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. I've, Akari says, I thought it was a decent episode. I think Jason Isaacs should have played the Grand Inquisitor that made the Grand Inquisitor look bloated and not as intimidating. <laughs> Listen, man, sometimes he he ate he ate some some salty foods. You know, he got, <laughs> he got he's a little little puffy. Um, Maybe him getting stabbed is what relieves the bloating, and when he's going to come back, he's going to be all like svelte, you know. So it's not even the look of him. Like I can get over that. Like I, I can get over because he don't quite look right. I'm fine with that. It's okay. It's the fact that he just ain't the character, man. Like he don't talk yeah. like him. He don't walk like the man. Ha- like the character has a walk, you know. And then they had a thing with the actor saying that he didn't even look at rebels. Like obviously you didn't <laughs> because that ain't it. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna yeah. be at a con. He's gonna be at a con that I'm going to. I kind of want to be like, "Hey, man, that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it." Uh, all right. So, uh, lightning, lightning round, real quick. Um, helicopter sabers. Are you pro or, or against? <laughs> helicopter. That depends. Helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> that depends. Um, it used to it used to grind my gears to see them like <laughs> basically levitating with like no I no but in the what was that episode two where we got the quick glimpse of him like just basically spinning using it as a tool to like threaten absolutely as a tool for intimidation I love it I do not want to see Inquisitors levitating I don't want to see that <laughs> in the, uh... In, in Rebels, in Rebels, when they used it, they did in the first season, he didn't fly with that thing. Only the Grand Inquisitor had one in the first season of Rebels, and he would use it like a boomerang. Like he'd throw it at him, and then it would come no. back to him and stuff like that. And that's that's dope. I think that's fun. That was the joke. I agree. But in the third season, I think it was the third season of Rebels, there was another dude. I can't remember his name. He was like the, the next Inquisitor that was only in that one season. That boy was flying around with it, and like yeah. – I hated it. It's terrible. I don't. I'm not a fan of the flying with it, but now, the, the further explanation of okay, there's there's like light repulsors in the in the handle, and then the blade spinning is just a stabilizer. And like, okay, that's that's I can get with that, but it just feels weird. Of like, I have to go. My people need me, and you're like, <laughs> well, we're talking about dueling and stuff on this, right? So like. In one of the fights, but I always remember this, one of the fights between the Grand Inquisitor and Kanan, they're locked up, right? He's got them all locked up, mm-hmm. and he puts the guard around while they're locked up, and then pops out the second blade and just starts spinning. And it, like, goes thunk, 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 like a ceiling fan and knocks the saber back, and he, like, stumbles back and does that whole number. And uh, 
I always remember that. Like I thought that was yeah. cool. That's a cool use for that. No, there is definitely cool uses uh, for it. Um, I got uh, the Jedi Ninja in here. He said, not a fan. Uh, it's pretty close to a fan. <laughs> it is a fan. See? It could be a fan. <laughs> Uh, but, <laughs> uh, I, I love it. No, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, I I feel like it's just a wildly impractical design because if I'm holding this thing and it's spinning, you have to be holding it straight because there's no m movement you can do without just chopping off your whole body. You know, like <laughs> there's a thing about this that bugs me uh, too, and and I um I can't speak on it as much as the cooler probably could. Because he has, you have one of those, um, the mini double-sided sabers with the little handle. You have one oh, of yeah. those, yeah? yeah? I don't have one of those. Um, I absolutely have to have the full handle if I'm using a staff. Using a double-sided little saber like that, uh, you trying to fight with it, you can flow with it just fine. But you try to fight with it, you're going to look stupid. Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> That's going to be a bad yeah, day. Yeah, I to use it like that. It's, it's just, it's a no-go, you know? Uh, sounds like, like y'all need to get your, your wrist strength up, you know? Get, that's yeah. a bad day. Well, that's where the spinning. That's where the spinning comes in. I guess yeah. they can use it like a weird. I, I don't know, man. Like it's Star Wars. It don't make sense. I don't know if it makes sense. It's all just fun. Uh, and and that's what we always come down to. It's it's the rule of two. Uh, the rule of cool, right? It's the rule you of sell cool. the toys, man. That's what it is. You gotta sell the toys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so y'all are flow masters. I, I gotta ask, you know, when did that happen? How did it happen? And like, what uh, you guys have have uh, inspir who who inspired you to get started? You know, uh, tell me about it, uh, Mark. Go ahead, you go first. Uh, you want me to go first? All right, mm -hmm. sweet. Um, so I'll tell you a little story. Like, I got my first lightsaber. So all right, so Disney got uh. Star Wars and stuff, and they started making that movie. I didn't even know that movie was happening. Like, I found out that there was a new movie coming out, like, Halloween. And I'm like, sweet, there's a new Star Wars movie. People have been waiting for years. I'm like, sweet, a new Star Wars movie is coming out. I just, it's going to be out, like, next month. Um, so I got uh, a, my own little Jedi costume I threw together, and I got my first Ultra Saber, uh, stunt saber from Ultra Sabers. And uh, I took it out to I – live, I live in South Carolina at Myrtle Beach. Um, they have a big party, like a huge – party out there halloween party and uh i went out there and i did some lightsaber tricks and stuff and i had people watching me i was terrible man i didn't know what i was doing but you know what i have a crowd and that's all i cared about i got some attention so uh i stuck with it and you know that was when i started it was probably just a few months before the force awakens came out um there's a dude named daniel lane so i'm gonna i'm gonna rewind back in the day he used to be the poster boy for um saber forge if you guys remember the guy that used to do the tricks with the Saber Forge ad and stuff, yeah. we're talking like seven years ago, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel uh, was a big inspiration for me. I spent a lot of time watching him learning how to do the footwork and stuff like that. So, like, I always like to give a shout out to Daniel because I think he's like the he's he's the he's the old school. You know, he was one of the first ones doing it um, with the light things it, like that. Uh, I'll have to have to check him out. Um... Oh, and Jedi Ninja says Daniel Lane is uh, one of his best friends. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Hey. He's the man. You can um, look up uh, the hashtag put Daniel in Star Wars on Instagram, and there's all kinds of cool stuff. Like Dan Daniel's the man. He really is. Oh, he said so he taught at the Saber Forge Academy with him. That's dope. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. He was in the Marines, too. Like, he's, he's a, 
he does Saber Legion. Like he fights right. too. He does blow. He fights for real. It's a it's a tough little dude. He's he's, he's a man. He really is. And uh, so so uh, Carly actually just got back to me um, because she's insanely jet lagged and all this stuff from from traveling. So she's not hopping on this time. But I do have uh, a, another Flowmaster I've been wanting to to bring on. Um, and we got we got my boy Ven Skywalker as well. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I'll have um, Akula. You go ahead and go, and we'll let uh, Ven get a chance to like get his bearings. But then afterwards, I'll have him introduce himself, go through the spiel, and then let us know how he got started uh, with his flow. But go ahead, Akula. Gotcha. So I've been doing Taekwondo for fifteen plus years now. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit on the older side, but uh, yeah, I was. I was always um, the lead or the stunt coordinator for the demo teams. So both staff and Chucks were always my primary. They were my go-to if I wanted to win some shows. I'm pretty sure there's still some old videos of me like doing my thing, but I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, I'm also a really, really good tricker. Well, was, was. I've gotten heavy now, like, like 40, 50 pounds <laughs> ago. I was an awesome tricker. Um, but I just seen you do that butterfly twist the other day, man. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's not, it's not what it used to be. <laughs> I, I appreciate it though. I appreciate it. Bro. It's not hey, what it used to be. I can feel it. I used to be really into parkour, and I, I, I feel you on, on that one. It's, uh, <laughs> I still feel like I could probably do a bath. No, I can't. Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so I. I've always I've always loved uh, Star Wars, and I never, for whatever reason, it never made sense to blend the two. But I saw the Ultra Sabers ad, like most people, and uh, I got my first Ultra Saber for ridiculously overpriced. And um, I was spending. They got the best ad team, man. I don't know what they do, but like you look at anything Star Wars, everywhere. You, you Google ads. anything, Ultra Sabers <laughs> is right there. Like what the fuck? And uh, I was yeah. spinning out in the front yard, and my 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 thirteen year old comes out, and she's like. You need to put that on TikTok. And I was like, you think people are like this? She was like, people would love that. And one of the first people who kind of reached out to me was Michelle C. Smith. And I can never get her name all right without that list. Um, and I know <laughs> I know I had some beef with Michelle for a little bit. <laughs> me? But, yeah, me? Yeah, that little that. That uh, oh. she had that, that little, she had that little. I guess she wasn't getting the return on her videos. Yeah, listen, I'm all right, all right. We're on the podcast. I don't, I'm not interrupting your story, but I'm, I'm gonna come in on this. I got some input on. This. So that's fake. That was fake. All right. She hit me up and said she was gonna take the video down, and I'm like, nah, nah, Michelle, don't take the video down. Let me, let me play the bad guy and and fire back, you know. And you know, I'm gonna just say it. I feel like her response to my response was very lackluster. And I'm going to throw some shade. I'm going to throw some shade right now. There's a reason she was stolen on and not an actor. Hey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> let, her, let her come for me. Come on. Come on. Uh, let's keep, let's keep <laughs> Michelle, Michelle was a fantastic spinner and trying to incorporate Taekwondo bow staff into a more flashy kind of show style of spinning was a nice hump for me to get over, but I referenced a lot of her. I don't want to say I stole her movements, but I referenced a lot of hers to kind of develop my own style, my own my own kind of look to my spinning. Uh, and I think I was successful at it because now 
when I'm watching other people or some people come up on my for you page, I can tell when they've been watching my tutorials. It's like, ah, that looks like me. <laughs> I, I recognize that that flair. You got setups that you do. You got yeah. specific setups you I do. Specific setups. I see somebody doing those specific setups. I'm like, they've been watching him. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, how about you, Ven? Uh, thank you for 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 coming on last last minute. I've been wanting to, to get you on here for a really long time. So, um, and and, yeah, we'll, for... <laughs> and I'll do it on more topics as well. But yeah, yeah. Go ahead and introduce yourself. And uh, so I have a list of questions, right? Mm-hmm. Who are you, and uh, where can we find your awesome content? Who's the best dad in Star Wars, and <laughs> um, and yeah, how did you get started? You know, becoming a flowmaster. Gotcha. So yeah, my real name is Joe, but I go by Vince Skywalker mostly on TikTok. Um, I started Twitter recently, so because a lot of Star Wars news comes up there quickly. Uh, trying to get Instagram going, but mostly I'm on TikTok right now. Um, uh, sorry, what were the other questions? <laughs> oh, uh, best, uh, best dad. Best dad, yeah. So I know I mentioned Qui-Gon earlier. He's actually, he comes in my second spot. So I would have to go with Kanan first. Because uh, like when I started Rebels, like I was introduced to like all the entire Ghost crew and then Something about him just, like, I don't know. He, there's, like, a certain vibe to him that, like, I really, like, get along with. And he's kind of, like, the like the authoritative figure that, like, I want to, like, emulate. Yeah. Especially, like, especially, like, at work when I'm in, like, a position of, like, authority. So, like, ever since I watched that show, like, a few years ago, like, I always try to, like, follow, like, um like the steps that like he's taken to be a good like father or figure mm-hmm. to like those under him so it's, he's he's a really cool dude he's actually my favorite jedi too absolutely yeah solid dude and then mm-hmm. uh real quick before i get your, your story on 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 uh tricking and becoming a, a, a g <laughs> um <laughs> i you just got the question and I lost it. So Zalusa Mary asks, you know, what, what happened to Carly? Um, the full explanation is, uh, so we got to hang out for a bit during celebration in California. She was staying out there for a while and flying back yesterday. Um, I, I think she's on the East coast, but the time difference can be a, a bit of a beast and she's just uh, out of it. So uh, she's going to come on another time. So sorry if that's why you came, but hopefully uh, we're entertaining enough to keep you <laughs> you around. Uh, I like to think we are. But uh, yeah, Vin, what what got you what got you started? I assume Ultra Sabres. If, if I'm... <laughs> so, so I'm going to follow the screen with the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ultra Sabre comes later in my story. My uh, my Sabre flow started when I was like a lot younger. So it came, it started when um, like around the time Attack of the Clones came out. And then they were making these like Anakin lightsabers. They were like the flick out ones. The one that I got was like, uh, they, they don't make those like that anymore. It, it did light up, it had sound, but it do- the blade itself doesn't go like all the way into the hilt. There's always like this section that will stay out. Yeah. But basically, like that's, that's basically. I might what- have one. <laughs> oh yeah oh, yeah yeah no way 
Yeah, hey, I, have no, I have no idea what happened to mine. I miss it actually because that thing was a freaking tank. Like five year, like eight year old me would just like wail on it, everything with it. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so like it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it I, had, I basically had the Anakin, like the light side Anakin version, basically. Oh, oh it went. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I promise that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, try again. Yeah. Hey, it's a stressful situation. It's yeah, there you go. It's yeah. got like a, I don't know if you guys can see it, but there's like a little plunger in there, like a stopper. Yeah. And it shoots mm-hmm. that out. Yeah. I got the yeah. main. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what got me started. Well, originally I was just hitting crap. And then, like, as I got older, like, I kept watching the movies more and more. So then I would, like, study, like, the movements of, like, the characters, like, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Mace sometimes, too. And then from there, then that's what pretty much got me started. And then I took up martial arts. So, like, I think Element mentioned, like, that I know Eskrima, Kali, stuff like that. And then... And then, like, uh, at the time, like, from young, from then to, like, now, Star Wars was practically, like, my entire personality. So then I would try to incorporate lightsabers with it. And it wasn't until, like, a couple of years before COVID, my first, like, actual, like, real, like, full contact lightsaber was actually Ultra Sabers. Because, <laughs> like you guys said, like, you Google lightsabers, that's the first shit that comes up. So I was like, oh, cool. All right. I'll check this out. It wasn't until after I got it, that's when I saw, like, the reviews about it and, like, how they treated their staff, stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, I just got this one. I'm not going to buy from them again. It broke, like, three months in. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then, uh- yeah. And then after that, I found Master Allen, and everything is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I mean... I'm 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 one of those older older folk as well. I uh, <laughs> when I was coming up, the closest thing you had to a lightsaber was when you went to the fair and they had those flashlights and with a different <laughs> color tip. Like that's that's the closest thing you ever saw to a, and so that's so it was either that or a broom handle. Um, but yeah, oh, no, no, I actually got started <laughs> with uh, one time I was hanging out in San Francisco and picked up some training nunchucks. And I was like, this is cool. I, li- I like this. And that's how I learned how to obi Um yeah. And that's why I think uh, you're kidding if you don't think um, staff translates to a-, a lightsaber at all. It may not be the mm. best root weapon, but it's not like nothing. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's the best root weapon, personally. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's where we start uh, all of our white belts all start on staff. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how they do it in um, the old Republic too, and and, and some of those things. Uh, I have a uh, Pep uh, Element Seven is died in the Force here. He says, "Cool, I don't like to assume that all Asians know a <laughs> spin form from a scream on Cali." Uh, that's yeah. where that's where Element Seven got his start as well. Yeah, um, like I'm Filipino, so like that's basically like our national martial art. So I was eventually like down to learn it. <laughs> Like one way or another. The footwork for it is is second to none. I think that um, it's yeah. it, that the diamond footwork is just that's it's so dope. It just works so well for so many different things. For sure, yeah, it's awesome. And we're getting more more confirmation that that it's a thing. 
um but all right well let's let's start talking about uh about duels in star wars you know what makes what makes a duel a good duel to you guys like what is it about it every duel in star wars has a a point uh there's a whether it's a battle of perspective a battle of emotion there's a point to be conveyed in all of star wars duels whether or not we like the point is irrelevant but there is star wars fights aren't just fights because they're fights there's always a message being conveyed between the two parties in the fight and that's 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 honestly one of the best things about lightsaber duels it's not mm-hmm. just two people beating each other with a light stick mm-hmm. yeah I, I i feel that as well i mean there's certain things where it kind of feels there's certain shows and movies where it feels like the fights are a break in between the story Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, look at this cool thing. Uh, and then we'll get back to the story later. And I like that they are the story. The fights are the culmination of the story. 100%. Uh, yeah. How about you guys? And so you guys can just jump out and talk. We're, we're, we're conversational here. Well, I have a question. Do you guys have any, um, like, outside of Star Wars, do you have, like, a sword fight or a duel that is, like, something that really stands out to you in another, some other fandom or something? I know I do. I know I do, but on the spot, give me a second. I know well, I, got I, a, I got a good one. I got a good one. One that I'm a real big uh, fan of. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not super crazy about the movie, but you guys ever seen The Last Samurai? Yeah. Yes. The, um, the mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. That movie, like, I don't care if you like the movie, that movie's got some dope choreography in it. Oh, yes. It's got some For good, sure, yeah. clean, clean fight stuff in, there, in that movie. And was like the I trading scene? Was that Kendo or Kenjutsu? I can't, but the forms, the forms are perfect. I think it's Kendo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But like, that movie yeah. has some, some great stuff. Uh, a friend of mine uh, and I have talked about ripping off some of the choreography from that movie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Do our own yeah. stuff with it. It's good. His training scene, what when like he had to draw with like I've always forget yeah. um, the character's name, but like that was Chef's Kiss. I love, yeah, I love, I, I, I would like rewind like that specific part of the movie just to like get yeah. the choreography down in my living room. See, that's what's cool about it though, is that movie had some realistic stuff to it. It was you know? very realistic. Yeah. Very if, you, if you watch For something sure, yeah. like, you guys ever watched that movie that had Brad Pitt, what is it, Troy? <laughs> Where he's out yeah. there doing like the Superman punch with a sword Gee. and dude in the neck, like doing some wild stuff. Like that's cool too. That's cool too. Mm-hmm. But like it's not cool for the same reason. No, yeah, no, no. I was an not idiot. And tried, I was an idiot and tried to utilize the Superman stab in like an actual yeah. fight. It worked like once, and that was because he was like looking away from me. <laughs> well, you, you knew uh, Kali, so in Kali, they'll use the, the stick. They'll use the flat end of the stick and just knock somebody in the neck. Yeah, you know? they will. So just, it works. Just not, just so not like that a punch. way. <laughs> not yeah, a so like a punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for, for me, um, I, I was like, sh- should I say this? All right, screw it. I'm going to say it. Samurai hey. Champloo. <laughs> the, the anime. <laughs> the goat. That is goat. That is I, goat I, in anime. I, I love it so much. Uh, and I mean, I don't, I don't believe a, most of it is realistic. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, when he's break dancing or jumping on top of people's faces with his wooden shoes, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, the the characters' fighting styles were very much 
based off of their personalities and it shown through in every single thing that they did. And I know that that's, that's what I like. That's what, that's what draws me in. But then again, I'm not the martial artist like, like y'all are. So I'm just trying to get a feel for you guys. <laughs> no, that was good. No, Samurai Champloo's choreography and animation wise was top notch. Yeah. Top notch. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ben? So my favorite duel, well, outside of Star Wars media, yeah. Um, oh, uh, there's this one duel that like I'm trying to recreate with another creator, Emily. Um, it's from The Princess Bride. I think it's like the Hills of Insanity, Cliffs of Insanity, I believe. Because like I'm always a sucker for like a good swashbuckling fencing fight. So yeah. like that Pirates of the Caribbean also. That's one of some of it has some of my favorite duels there. But, like, The Princess Bride was one of the first, like, actual, like, sword fights that I saw, like, from a young age. And that, but, like, and, and it also, like, I also wanted to take up fencing because of it, but, like, I never did. But, like, any duel like that, it's always aesthetically pleasing to me to watch, at least. Even though, like, I don't understand, like, fully, like, all the maneuvers they're doing. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Count Dooku fan as well. I, I'm Im- <laughs> imagine. Uh, oh, for sure. And I have um, uh, Pep in the uh, in the chat. Um, Ujiro's uh, fight with Tom's character with Boken was awesome. Um, Rurouni Kenshin, and I don't know if you've seen the like the the, the live action one too. It, mm-hmm. it it plays. It plays. It's the best live action anime conversion in my opinion. Um that's a solid one. That's a solid one. Uh, have you guys seen Seven Samurai though? Yes. Uh, that matter of fact that DVD is like right around here somewhere. I've that seen cool. literally every adaptation of Seven Samurai, but not Seven <laughs> Samurai itself. <laughs> I always like I have seen all media reference to it from like Mando to like the Mag- Magnificent Seven. I've never seen Seven Samurai. I was like, damn it. It's a, it's a good watch. I got I'm gonna probably watch it tonight. <laughs> uh awesome. Um what was the original question? I'm sorry, I hijacked it. <laughs> favorite Star Wars favorite Star Wars duel. Oh and then okay. we went we went all Star Wars media. Yeah, yeah well we were talking about <laughs> about what, what makes them what makes your the duel special. Uh, you know, what what makes special. Um yeah, what what do you I got, I got, I got, I got that one. I want to answer that. One. Um, so I was thinking about this a lot because you, I had to figure out because I like a lot of the duels, and uh, I know Akula says that there's, it's, it's really the stakes of the duel and and things like that, right? Um, yeah. More than just the fight. But see, I'm over here like thinking about it because we do like a lot of stage stuff, live lightsaber fights and stuff like that. I'm sometimes looking at the performers and what they're doing in the fight, and that stuff stands out to me. But one of the things that gets me is like the sounds and the music, right? Uh, I'm gonna use, this is not even a real lightsaber fight, but it's uh, from the Mandalorian when Din Djarin's like fighting um, Moff Gideon and Moff Gideon's just whooping his ass with the thing and it's just making them yeah. bump. <laughs> and, the, mm-hmm. and there's just this, this beat going behind it, you know, from the Dark Trooper theme. And it's, oh, yeah. it's just so good. There's like the pings of the Beskar, oh, it just, it, Mm, it's good. good oh, stuff. the dubstep troopers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's sure. a, good, a good scene, and, and that makes stuff stand out to me. You know what I mean? Like, if the lightsabers aren't making those 
cool noises, if there's not some impact to it, I, I get I get uninterested pretty quick. You know? That's cool. Right. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Uh, how about you, Ben? What draws you in? For me, like it's the it used to be like just the flashiness and cool maneuvers of it when I was younger. But then, like, as I start maturing, like, for me, it's, like, the emotional weight behind, like, the saber fight itself. Good example. Man, I, like I'm, I, I, got, I'm not, yeah. I got no maturity is what this man just said. <laughs> <laughs> he just took me under the bus. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that, nothing like that. <laughs> no, like, uh, a duel I always use as, like, an example is, like, between Obi-Wan and Anakin in uh, episode three. So it's basically like these guys, these two guys are like brothers. Like they know each other's like movements. They know like the tones of each other's voices, what they're thinking without even saying it. So then to have them pitted against each other, normally like I would see duelists like think about like one or two, three moves ahead to get to get around their opponent. These guys are thinking like seven steps ahead just to see like what they could do to like outmaneuver each other to and then which leads up to like the whole like standoff like at one point when they're in the room they're just wailing on each other and and they're just like blocking <laughs> every strike <laughs> yeah while you're talking about that particular fight I, ha- I have some input on that but i have a lot of thoughts on that particular yeah, yeah. so from a mm-hmm. performance perspective i know mm-hmm. most of the stuff in that fight because we've done it we've used it in some capacity right yeah that yeah, entire yeah. fight scene i'm telling you man you cannot choreograph anything using the system that they used that nick gallard did for that movie you cannot mm-hmm. choreograph anything that is not in that fight you think oh i'm gonna do this combo no it's already there they already did it they already did it back they already up. did it yeah they already did it it's all there like the whole like anything you can do i i actually was trying to do my own because my guy would get on me he was like quit doing the, mo- the movie stuff make our own stuff you know he was getting on me about it so I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to make my own stuff. I made it, and then I go back and look at it, and I'm like, this is just the thing Anakin did, but I'm just doing it the other direction. <laughs> and and, and that's covered, the way that fight is. And, and it, that that's was crazy. Like five minutes long. They covered a lot of ground. They covered a lot. Of, that's a lot of choreography. There's, yeah. there's so many beats in that fight that it's, just, not, it's absolutely yeah. mad. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's like it holds like the world record for like the longest on-screen duel. Yeah, I, I, could, I believe yeah. it. I believe it. I'm not even kidding you guys. Like I'm telling you, like every combo I've ever tried to put together, already there, man. All right. Well, then, what makes a duel bad? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna tell you my least favorite duel. I'm gonna talk too much. I don't care. I talk a lot. <laughs> um, don't really my cool, my least favorite duel. It's cool. Never seen you talk before. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm telling you. I need to talk more. I need to be, need to be my new thing. I talk a lot. <laughs> I'm not silent, Bob. Um, but my least favorite duel, and, and they're going to come at me for this. I, I love Ray and I love Kylo, but I hate episode nine's duel with Ray and Kylo. I hate it. I hate it a oh, lot. On the because Kylo, Kylo trips yeah. over his own two feet. <laughs> the first thing the man does is he does a twirl, and I'm like, this boy does not know how to move his hands and his feet at the same time. He's good in standing still, but he can't move his feet and his hands at the same time. Watch, watch even when he's bent. Like when he's doing the bent solo thing, he plants his feet and does all the cool moves. He can't do it with his feet. Anyway, so after Kylo almost trips over himself twice, then they got the most uninteresting set where it's just gray with water flying everywhere. And then the lightsaber sound effects are just like, Limp, limp dick, 
lightsaber sound effects. There's no, there's no thunk to it, you know. <laughs> They're never gonna invite me back. <laughs> no, I, I, love, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, and and it's just uneventful. Like they start flying around, and it's uneventful. It's boring. And then, like all of a sudden, he's dead. Cool, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It makes no, it makes perfect sense if, if like, I mean, what you said is is the, the music, the sound, uh, the scenery, and yeah. and if, if that's what you what, what gets you going, then yeah, I, I definitely yeah. follow. You. Um, how, how about uh, how about you guys? What what pulls you out out of the fight? It's it, it's hard <laughs> if you've ever done any choreography yourself, especially when you're like if you see like a lot of fishing, you see a lot of guys reaching. So for me, when I first saw the throne, the throne room scene on camera, like in the movies, I was like, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> like I was see, I was seeing things happen and I was like, Oh, uh. yeah. but I didn't want to ruin it for anybody. Cause I knew, and I went with my wife and she was loving it. Like she was enjoying it. I just was mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah. And you see guys fishing, you see guys go to strike and then it cuts away and then it comes back to the scene and they're not striking anymore. They're pulling their punches. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, I was like, ah, I hated the fact that like there's a certain amount, like there's a certain amount of mistakes in any any set that you're going to watch. Right. So there's that there's that. Um, what's the What's it called? The. I want to say like plausible deniability, but that's not the term uh, where you with suspense, where you can where you can. Where you can there we go. Here we go. Yeah, like, oh, okay, go. I can accept that. But then there's a level where, like, for people who know what they're looking for, you're gonna cross that line. You're gonna be like, oh no, no, I can't do this. Nah, this mm. is bad. There's a level. There's watch Kylo not move his feet. Watch Kylo. <laughs> now, yeah, now I'm gonna go look for it. Now I'm gonna see it happen. It's yeah. gonna stick out like a fucking Thor thumb, and I'm gonna be like, wow, oh, that shit's stupid. He'll be moving. He'll be moving his head like he's Neo in the Matrix. He got head movement, but he can't move his leg. <laughs> uh, now it's gonna be one of those things like. Uh, like in in um uh in episode five where Luke jumps in a thing, but you see his head pop up at the at the last second. Where like now you see that every single time. Every time, every away. time you watch it, um, it's like the fourth kid. See it. Yeah. <laughs> I I have I mean I have I have a lot of those throughout Star Wars, and uh, I mean for for me they don't really it doesn't really take things away from it because you know i'm still i'm more focused on on the the story that's being like throne room fight specifically for me um has the issue that everything where you have eight people fighting one person has you can't win that fight like not realistically no no. (laughs) you know what i mean or at least you have to take at least like one hit yeah to, to me, it's it's like the same thing as like you know when you watch a James Bond movie, and he's Before. running down the street, and there's snipers all over the place, and he's picking them off with his little with a little pea shooter, and his trained <laughs> snipers on on the like, stabilizers and stuff can't they, they just like can't do it. It's in the script, man. That's the way it is. Yeah, so like I, it follows the same thing, but you're right. It's a suspension of disbelief and. And you saying that about the fight is me whenever there's hacking scenes when people are like I'm in the mainframe and you're like <laughs> uh, I got into their firewall. I'm in. Like, What's that? And what? 
<laughs> That's not how any of this works. That's not how any. Mm-hmm. Homie, you access their their public Wi-Fi router. Like, calm down. <laughs> um, uh, how about you, Ben? What what takes you out of the fights? Uh, it's similar to Akula when I could, because like I had a same a similar problem with throne room scene with the throne room scene in theaters. Also, like. The second it started, like right from the get go, I was I started like nitpicking like how I would have done things differently. And then the one that always gets me is like when Kylo like stabs down on like a trooper, and then the second incoming trooper like strikes him not on his body, which is completely exposed, but like on the blade that's like yeah. stuck inside a trooper right like right now. I was like, oh, you could have gone for a head strike. It was back. right there. You had his whole side of your yeah, body. like, body. I was like Thanos. It was like, you should have gone for the head. Like, what? <laughs> but, yeah, in, and then in, and then uh, no. you just, and then from there, like, I was like, uh, I just kept nitpicking, like, from there on out. And meanwhile, like, my friends are, like, overly hyped off to, like, my left. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not gonna say exactly. shit. Exactly. Right they were now. loving it. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> I'll and tell you know, my thoughts was, later. It, it would have been so easy to choreograph yourself out of that. Like it wouldn't have been hard to fix that. For like sure, most yeah. of the issues that we have are like, ah, okay, just change this. Hey, just move this around. Hey, have the angle be this direction. That way this looks like this from the perspective of the audience. And you would have been just fine. But it's just like, they were like, ah, it's all happening too fast. They don't care. They don't give a fuck. That's just what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's a whole I mean, scene where, like, doesn't oh, something just the dude's weapon just disappear completely in the middle of the fight? Like, he's, he's got a weapon and then it's just gone and then he's dead. Like, cool. I thought I was seeing things with that one, but then, like, I saw a YouTuber like point that yeah. out and I was like, oh, that, that was real. Okay, here's my question though, because some of those types of issues happen just throughout everything, and 100%. I'm curious about. Um, is it, is it that, you know, we got interested in dueling because of like the battle of the heroes. So we didn't notice it then. Mm. And then now we notice it like, you know, cause like Anakin Obi-Wan did ask switch lightsabers, um, <laughs> at one point, at one point in the fight, uh, yeah. and there, there are scenes, you know, uh, as as much as I love the Obi Annie scene, you're all you're like, hit him. No, they're standing there body to body. Yeah, they're standing there right in front of each other. Fucking yeah, one hundred percent. Right after, right after at that, one point, the uh, Peter Pan part where they're like fucking swing on the ropes. I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> what has this turned into? I, I always I always complain about that. <laughs> it turned into Calm fucking down. Captain Hook. Versus Peter Pan, I was like, "What is this?" It's this is like, "Hey, these guys are tired. Let's we, we have no like." Yes, they reuse that same set like two or three times in that fight. The fight kind of devolves a few times, like where you're just like, "What's all right? What's happening here? How do we get here?" All right, cool, cool, cool. Like I, I 100% nitpick the Revenge of the Sith fight all the time, but it was just flashy enough that you would be you were able to be like, "All right, cool." All right, there's so much fine. cool stuff happening so fast. You just right, forgot about so much it. Yeah. You're just like, okay. you're, you can suspend it, right? You're like, okay, that's cool. No, I, I, okay. I guess I, I like, am I, am I the weirdo here? Because like, I'm, <laughs> nah. I'm still enjoying it, but you mm. know, I see Anakin dive across 
and bring a saber. But Obi-Wan's already gone. He got up and he left. <laughs> and, yeah. and he still hits the console like it's going to do something. Might as well. <laughs> he don't want to go for it. He can't embarrass <laughs> himself. He's got to follow <laughs> And then Obi-Wan goes down on his lightsaber and you're like, yes. Hit him. He's right there. Body exposed. Should have chopped him. Uh, yeah. But you don't want to kill him. You don't want to kill him. That's what it is. You gotta he gotta knock the lightsaber away so he can, I don't know. Yeah. And and that's that's <laughs> absolutely that's absolutely my, my head canon. Uh I also you know think about uh Mace Windu versus Dark Sidious. And can we not beginning... think about that at all? Can we just not think about that? <laughs> the, the whole I mean in the whole beginning, he has his lightsaber for some reason as well. Yeah. And and that's one of those <laughs> things I just can't unsee. I don't know. Oh, you know what I can't see is Ian McDermott's face while he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, or like the weird faces when he's like at the broken window trying to stab at it. And I was like, I had, I used to have nightmares about that actually. <laughs> <laughs> like eight year old me was not having a good time after that movie. <laughs> I was like, like you're right. You're editing, right? You've got, you've got, not even editing. <laughs> fuck it, that's too late in the game. You're directing this scene, and you've seen his face. You don't go over to him like, hey, Ian, just, just dial it back, just, a, just a little bit, my man. I like where you're going. I like the enthusiasm, yeah. but let's bring it back to about a five. We're at about a ten. <laughs> I, I would have been like, he's having too much fun. So, I'm like, here's a mask, buddy. <laughs> just, just put this on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but but have you not heard George Lucas's most common um, direction that he gives for actors? All he faster, tells them is more intensity, faster, yeah. <laughs> more intense, and uh, you know, Dixon download that scream and then the 1080 flip. You know, that was like, hilarious. Um, yeah, <laughs> I feel like back then, like Cool Borders had just come out, uh, <laughs> 1080 snowboarding. <laughs> And and I saw that oh, and I was yeah. like, that was so dope. When I was, you know, that age. In my mind, that didn't really happen. Like that, like that didn't, he didn't jump out of his seat and just fucking <laughs> just like it's not real. Fucking... We all made it up in our mind. Psycho crusher. Just like, oh, I didn't know he could do that. He did fang over fang from fucking. He did the Cuban move from. <laughs> it's, it's like hitting. It's like hitting a combo on like your controller and like you didn't even know it could happen. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then like you spam that stupid combo because you discovered it for like the first time. And he just he <laughs> smoked Kit Fish though. He just fucking smoked him. He smoked his yeah. boots. Like yeah, the the dis yeah. After watching Clone Wars, I was like, damn, the disrespect Mr. Fisto had. Like, what is this? <laughs> Smoked him. I was like, oh, gosh. wow. Like, Pie in the chat. Uh, hello. Uh, Pie typically comes on our um, Diet in the Force podcast on Saturday. So nice to see Pie hanging out here. Uh, but lightning round really quick. If you had to pick your favorite sound for the lightsaber, um, Mm. Whose who's ignition has the best sound? What do you guys think? And y'all in the uh, chat, please uh, please answer as well. The best sound. It's um, it's uh, the saber from um, Fallen Order. Yeah, I was literally thinking about yeah. Can all, of them, all of them, all of them from Fallen Order sound yeah. good. Uh, but I really like the uh, second sister. I think second sister is pretty dope. Yeah, that, I like that whole uh, sound pump is amazing. 
I like Cal's because like the, his ignition is like very yeah. subtle. Yeah, right. and and then even when like you retract the blade too, it's like same thing. It's it's awesome, and like I have that sound font on like my sabers too from Master yeah. Allen, and that's like my default now because like I just find it so satisfying. Yeah, I I go I go dark saber. I mean, I dark saber is um, my second actually. Um especially especially the the sound font i think i like the sound font more than like the sound in it's the same sound obviously but i get like serotonin when i first hear you know the uh you have something i want and then <laughs> and then you ignite it and you're like yeah it has that kind of ethereal ghosty sound I, I yeah love it. i'm gonna i'm gonna go with fracture i'm gonna go with kylo ren's that that dirty something about it, it just sounds filthy. It sounds like it's done yeah. bad things to people. Yeah, it's, it's, you, <laughs> it you went wrong. It, uh, I love it. I, I like it. You can tell that there's a broken Kyber crystal in that lightsaber, and it, it needs help. And he does not give a fuck. Like I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yep, uh, Pep Elma Seven is, uh, is is agreeing with you. Um, Jedi Ninja was gonna say Kylo's too. Um, Dixon Jones just finished Plagueis. How a city is that good? He never really trained in combat that much. In that book, he's just built different. Okay, the first time he uses the Force, he like tears up his whole family. He's ripping off bulkheads. Like he's he's just built different in that in that book. Um, he's he's fucking space Voldemort. Like that's just <laughs> literally what he is. What he is. He was like yeah. he's like design. He was born to be a fucking James Bond villain from the jump. I never read that book, but I remember hearing a line where like Palpatine's dad like takes him in his arms and he's like, I've never looked I I never knew like what evil was until I looked at this baby's face or something like that. Yeah. And then I and I was literally like, So you didn't eat the baby? You could have saved the whole galaxy. <laughs> like, damn, bro. Follow your instincts. No, that's it's act that's actually a pretty crazy part because yeah, uh, he's he's like still a teenager and he's like, Dad, you never loved me, and he's like laying into his dad, and his dad was like, the second you were born, I could tell you wanted to kill me, like, <laughs> and Palpatine's like, yeah, Boy, was he yeah, right? yeah. kind of right, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> All right, so uh, in in everything, all of all Star Wars could be comic book, TV, move, um, animated, whatever. Um, I said to think of your top four duels. I want us to go, you know, four up and one. I said four because I assume we're gonna share. We'll probably end up sharing <laughs> quite a few of them. Right. Um, mm-hmm. What What do you got in your uh, number four spot? Um, I'll go to. Uh, I'll go to Mark first, and I'll let Vin think of his top four. <laughs> yeah, so I know you, you asked me ahead of time, so I tried to think about this, and I uh, it's hard to pick, man, but I, I feel like number four for me is uh, I was talking about the Mandalorian, that fight. I don't know if that counts. It's Absolutely. A mm-hmm. it counts. It's hey. a fight. And it, I like that scene a lot. Um, it's not got some brilliant choreography behind it, but it's just it's good. It's a good scene. And it has some pretty cool stuff going on. Um, but that's number four for me, I think. Absolutely. 
love it. Um, and then uh, for me, my my number four, I'm gonna say is uh, probably a little off the beaten path. Um, I'm gonna say it was. Oh my goodness! Now why can't I think of his name? Oh, that is upsetting to me. <laughs> but Sabine in Rebels, when Sabine fights um, at, at her homestead, how was that, um, that Gar Saxon? Yeah, when she fights Gar Saxon. Yeah. Um, not even more force sensitive. It's it's a duel of just skill and a duel of just will, mm. and um, in, in the end, I don't know. You just, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Sabine and, and, and Previsla. Um, or it's that it's just the the emotion behind it. You know, just just really sticks out to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Number four for me would be uh, Duku versus Asajj and the um, the assassins they sent to yeah. kill him. So he's sick, poisoned, and he is. Fighting for his life, but he is still handling fucking business. In his pajamas. In his pajamas. In his pajamas. He got, he got yeah. the silk pajamas on, whooping the ass. Yeah, the dad. Pajamas <laughs> <laughs> are nicer than on. any clothing. I <laughs> all the smoke in the jammies. No one knows good. <laughs> Only way it would have been better if he also had a robe and, and like a pipe, you know. How about you, Ben? Uh, for me, it also comes from the Mandalorian. It's with Ahsoka and the Magistrate. Oh, because yeah, yeah, I share yeah. that one. Because one, seeing Ahsoka fight in live action, Chef's Kiss, I've been waiting for that. And then also the fact that the Magistrate was like Bruce Lee's goddaughter, like, and Bruce Lee was like one of the figures I've spent studying when like growing up with martial arts. So that was just like a whole like fan yeah. serves to me at least personally yeah and then the, the sound was shot it's beautiful and then the sounds like the like um the saber blades would make against the best scar when they hold it like that that sound lives in my head rent free too yeah <laughs> yeah for sure awesome uh all right and we have um dixon downloads number four is Return of the Jedi, Luke versus Vader. For me, that's much higher. But yeah, we'll, same we'll be, for me. We'll be getting there. <laughs> we'll be getting there. Uh, all right, number threes. What do you guys got for your number three picks? I'm sharing that Ahsoka. Yeah, I'm sharing that Ahsoka versus the Magistrate. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. For, for me, number three is um. I I know this is a maybe an unpopular one. At least at the time that it happened, it was pretty unpopular. But I really like. In The Force Awakens, Kylo and Rey's fight in that movie. I know I just shit all over the one in nine, but <laughs> I'm telling you guys, go back and watch this. Watch, watch it in seven. Like it is, it is mm-hmm. so cool to me to see like him fighting Finn. You know, there's 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 the fight with Finn. There's these great sound mm-hmm. effects. There's the there's the stab in the chest with the mm-hmm. cross. He uses the cross yeah. <laughs> Adam Adam Driver in that movie has all these little like this is this is me being the cosplayer and the stage person. Adam Driver in that movie has just, he has a way of walking. He has a way of handle. Like he spins the saber before he does this. He has this big wind up that he does the twirl, the cape, like his robe flares out when he does all this stuff. It's, it's really cool. And it doesn't get enough credit. And the fight looks like no. a fight. It yeah, looks yeah. like a fight. She's stabbing because she fights with a staff. So she's mm-hmm. like stabbing with this thing. She don't know how to use it. So like, 
it's she's it's running like fight. most of yeah. the fight, just a dead sprint, and he's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's just yeah, it's a dope fight. I love that uh, scene, uh, and and the sabers. If you look at it compared to like the prequels, they're not swinging hundred miles an hour. There's like mm-hmm. weight behind these swings, and like he hits a tree, the whole tree falls down. You know what I mean? Like it, it's cool like that. Sorry, I wasn't trying to interrupt. No, you're good. My favorite like aspect of like that fight in particular is just like the pure primal animalistic like nature of it. There's no form. They're just going at each other. And like you said, like it actually has weight this time, yeah. unlike previous like movies and shows before it. And that was actually very refreshing to see too. I would yeah. like you guys to watch that fight and then watch the one in nine and then look at the sounds <laughs> that are there, the footwork that's there. It's it's night and day, and it's like, what happened? Mm-hmm. What happened here? Like, somebody really thought this first one out, and like, mm-hmm. it's beautiful too. Like the snow and the the color of the blades yeah, and everything. Sure, I think yeah. it's actually the first time we got the the aura from the blades, where they actually changed the color of the surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that was the first time that happened. Especially um, no, like when, they, especially when they like lock blades too. Yeah, it, was it makes like a clones weird scene where they cut the lights off and they were fucking having a light show. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, the, the rave. Oh my god. <laughs> I do I used to think that was like the coolest shit ever, and then I got older and looked at it. I was like, what the what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They just had a fucking rave in the middle of a fight. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, now I have to make an an edit with like Sandstorm playing or something. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) Jenny just says uh, it's a book fight between Darth Bane and Kasim, who is this uh, Twilight who trains him in in the art of, of lightsaber fighting. And this fight is so cool because, uh, you know, uh, Bane fights, you know, single bladed, you know, with a curved hilt, right? So he gets at the the angles, and Kasim, like they, he he trained him between, you know, single saber or a staff saber, and so Kasim mm-hmm. teaches him like this is how you beat a staff. Uh, it looks like there's it looks like there's two blades, right? But if you know where one is, you always know where the other is. Think you know, and, and so he like helps Bane and all the stuff. And then they go to fight, and he twists it, and he fights with two. And Bane's like, "What? You never taught us anything about you can do that." Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I didn't teach any of you guys this for a reason. Uh, let's let's go to work." Uh, and it's it's just a, it's just a great fight. I, if you haven't read the Darth Bane trilogy, I highly highly recommend it. It's my favorite thing, and um, and my favorite thing in the expanded universe. Um. But also, I want to say about the the Force Awakens fight is the villains in Star Wars always have such a unique silhouette that you can always you can always see, right? You know when it's Vader. You you know even Anakin has his own aura with how he stands and how he he does things, and I right. just loved to see that mm-hmm. carry over. I mean, some sometimes you know Kylo Ren kind of. Walks like a like a weeble wobble, but he won't like Donald Duck. <laughs> he won't like Don- you ever Donald Duck get mad and he's stomping. That's that's Kylo. Yeah, <laughs> but but it works. It, it works. It, it does I, work. I, I love it for mm-hmm. him. Um. All right. That's our, our uh, 
number threes. How about uh, the number twos? Uh, number two. Whoever. Yep, whoever. Go for it. Go for it. Number two for me will be Malgus. Uh, the the um, the Old Republic trailer, uh, where he attacks the um the Jedi mm-hmm. Temple. I forgot the name of the master he fights, but that scene lives rent free in my mind daily. That's daily. Ben Z- that's Venzalo. That's actually the name. Like that's what I'm named my like handle after. Actually, legit. That yeah. that scene. Like you can whoever choreographed it for the animation, you could tell that they were like they had the characters read each other's movements a couple steps ahead. Like Malgus throws it and the guy starts his butterfly before Malgus throws his saber. You can see the anticipation of him reading that movement, being able to get his legs up over before he basically gets his body sliced in half. Like I was like, oh, that's that is seamless. That is seamless. Mm-hmm. Whoever thought of that choreography. Uh and also, so that that scene also happens inside of the book Deceived, um, which is it's just a Malgus book. It's it's just Malgus. It's so good, uh, great book, and it it has that fight in it. So it's tell telling you their thought processes during the entire fight, and how you know he ended up beating him with that last little feint, and uh, how. This, this whole time they're having like a peace treaty on Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, don't don't trust the Sith. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, how about you, Mark? Oh, uh, okay. So for me, number one and number two are you could pick either one of them um, for either spot. But uh, I do want to bring up you know the Obi Wan and Anakin fight. I know we were making some fun of it, but from a choreography perspective, I'm telling you guys, like I have tried to come up with my own stuff. And I'm always like, man, Anakin already did this. You know, even in that fight you're talking about with uh, Venzalo, they had this block, like one of the coolest parts of the fight. And I lifted it in the thing we did at a show. is like the block behind the back where he, he yeah. stops and spins yeah. around and does things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Anakin does that. He did that years <laughs> before that trailer ever happened. And I didn't even know that. I didn't even know it until I went back and looked at it. I'm like, just everything is in that fight already. Um, everything Star Wars is in that fight. Mm-hmm. really is. And I have that at number two for me. Yeah. yeah and cool. and to, to be clear, even the things that I clown on, I love because like none of it is perfect and I and I see... Well, that's Star Wars though. That's Star Wars. If it's not, if there's not something to clown on, then it ain't fun. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's my perspective. Sometimes I'll have people be like, oh, don't, don't be a shell. Like, you can't like everything. You're like, no, I see the problems. I just don't okay. care, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. yeah, it looks weird when they kick each other, like they're just running it into each other's feet. That scene is super weird. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. But, yeah. like, I don't care. <laughs> when we do our fight practice all the time, like, uh, my guy throws that, he throws that kick all the time, that stupid... That clothesline, yeah. Now, I just gotta say, the, the, the worst kick, though, in my opinion, in all Star Wars, is Dooku's back kick to Obi Wan? He looks so <laughs> fancy doing it, and it's like a little like it's like when you kiss a girl and her leg goes up. That's what he does, and, it, and he hits Obi Wan. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> it's a fourth kick. It's a fourth uh, kick. <laughs> it's forced push, but with a feet. <laughs> that, How about you, Ben? 
So my number two, similar to Akula from uh, the Old Republic, it's with Kalkin Dark and Satil Shan versus Malgus and I forgot the uh, his partner's name, Horus Master's name. Mm-hmm. But like they're basically on the station. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and then like the four of it just four of them just go at it at each other. That's also the first time I've seen a light side user like utilize a saber staff. So that was very interesting to me. And then and single saber at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna come to that. And then like using all three blades against the two Sith and he downed one. Like that was just insane to me. The only other time I've seen that was or anything close to that was like with a Gandalf in like the third Lord of the Rings movie. And that's just for like half a scene. Yeah. (laughs) And then my second one that shares that spot is actually with um Obi-Wan and Maul and rebels because Mm. to me that duel is very different because it doesn't start off with them like igniting their sabers it just starts off with them talking to each other and then basically like um he's just maul's just trying to pick at him see like what the hell he's doing there and then he finally lands on it and then obi-wan like turns to like the last resort and just ignites his blade and then the the fight itself with the sabers is just very reminiscent of like samurai uh, duels that like that I studied back in school, like middle mm-hmm. school. And then so like because like they normally don't last very long; they're like two, three strikes, and one opponent's already down. So I was like, it was actually very refreshing to see like a non flashy duel happen in front of you so fast. Also, so mm-hmm. I was like. Nice. So yeah, it's so like Star Wars you know, doesn't said, have to be flashy. You said they start. They start by talking, right? Yeah. What a lot of people don't talk about with that fight is that they actually talk after. Um, Maul dies yeah, in his yeah. arms, and they talk about the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's actually probably the most important part of that whole scene that nobody talks about. Um, For sure. Yeah, agreed. That, that's the conflict resolution that you have. Maul's whole life has been after going after this man. And then here he is dying in his arms, and he's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. He's dying in his arms, and Obi-Wan's like, you know, if you had hit him with your speeder. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... So let's talk about that real quick, though. How about oh Darth Maul just cruising in the desert, just like sees a kid, like, I'm, I'm going to get him. Violent video games, man. Violent video games. Oh, I'm man. like Grand Theft Auto. Um, one of them and i i also have a really hard time like um numbering these and also i'm also trying to fill in the gaps because some of the ones you guys have mentioned are my favorites so (laughs) but the one thing that we've never seen anything like this was sidious versus maul and savage press um, the mm. movements of Darth Sidious were so like vicious and like ravaging, like it's inhuman, it's yeah. inhuman, mm-hmm. yeah. And you're just like, oh, this guy is like, you know, he's ah, uh, he's gross, <laughs> is, is how I, if it makes right. me feel, but like, yeah. and and how happy he is when he like stabs Savage with both of his blades, and he just uh, dunks on Savage, man, he just absolutely mm-hmm. dunks on. He knew it. He knew he was the weaker opponent. He just kept going after him. Yeah, I was like, wow. Can we just 
can we take a moment for a savage? Because that <laughs> guy, yeah, for real, That's that guy got time. the crap and catch a break. <laughs> Especially like he's he's teaming up with Asajj to fight Dooku, and he keeps you. getting electrocuted. And he's like, "No one will tell me how to stop this. Why won't you guys help me?" Oh my god! Oh man, we got to pull uh, one out for him. That was unfortunate. Facts. Oh my god. Um, and then also. Up here in the chat, uh, where where was it? Um, the the season seven fight with uh, Ahsoka and Maul was was also brought up, where they had the partial mo capture, which is an amazing fight. I actually think a lot of um, an unpopular opinion, but after Disney bought Star Wars, a lot of those fights are really really cool if you think of every mm-hmm. the animated fights from um all the ones after um the original stuff from the old republic was was falls under disney clone war season six and seven um you know all, all of rebels and some of those fights are just like really really i, I also got a shout out the um obi-wan and um, Anakin versus Dooku in season six of the Clone Wars. Solid. Uh, Solid. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's like spinning. He's he's forcing Anakin to fight on defense while while Obi-Wan's he's forcing Obi Wan to fight on offense. Like it's just it's so cool. Um, but yeah, how about uh, oh, that's just exactly what uh, Jamie was saying. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're at, we're at the number one spot. What do, you, what do you guys got? I want to go. I want to go because that actually ties into my number one kind of. Um, I want to talk about Ray Park for a minute. <laughs> uh, my number one is Duel of the Fates. I'm telling you guys because, like, before episode one, I did not. Mm-hmm. I did not care about lightsabers. I didn't care about none of that stuff. I wanted to. I wanted to fly the Tie Fighter. That's what I wanted to do. And then I watched episode one, and then every stick was a lightsaber. Everything was. I wanted to be Darth Maul. That's all I wanted to do after that. That's why I'm like, I make nine-year-old me happy. (laughs) Um, But that fight, I'm telling you guys, like if you watch the behind the scenes stuff, the stuff they didn't even use, like when he was training with Nick Gallard, when Ray was, that man is so intense. It's wild. Like, look Mm -hmm. at that fight. Obi, Owen McGregor. I'm not even talking Obi and Maul. We're talking Owen and Ray. Uh, That man's fighting for his life. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Ray is hitting four beats a second on this thing, and they're tearing up the tools that they're using to train. Like Ray mm-hmm. is just a wild man. He's he's swinging with power and speed, and he's doing yeah. the acrobatic stuff. He's literally changing the game in that one movie. And I don't care what anybody tries to tell me about. Like I learned some of the fight. We use some of the fights for our show stuff. And yeah, his back's turned and he's doing stupid stuff. But it is what it is. For right. it's a movie, you know, mm-hmm. suspension suspension yeah. of disbelief. But exactly. Ray himself is an absolute monster. And seeing him at his age come back and do the mocap for the fight you were talking about, that is just it. And he has so many unique things. He's doing the skip thing where he's throwing the, the overhead with it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got so many cool little things he works into that fight. And it's just that man, I wish he could get his shit together because like <laughs> he needs to not open his mouth. <laughs> it's the truth. He needs to control oh, himself yeah. on social media. He's one mm-hmm. of my heroes, but I hate hearing some of the stuff going on with him on social media. 
I'd love to see him get it together and be able to like be a part of Star Wars like he should be. You right. Know? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I uh, love it. I mean, no, th- that fight is so fast and intense that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 hard to it's hard to beat it. I always say that that has like the tightest choreography in Star Wars. Um, it's a long opinion. fight too. You're not even seeing half of it uh, yeah. because like mm-hmm. there's stuff that on the cutting room floor I can't even imagine. Uh, I was saying though, uh, I don't want to I don't want to take over, but like they had um, stuff with him training with Nick Gallard or whoever the first stunt double for Kenobi was going to be, and he doesn't have the double sided saber. He has a single blade and. I'm like, I'm lifting all of this for uh, when we do stage stuff because it's so good. It's some of the best single blade like stuff that I've seen. And it's not even in the movie. It's not even in the movie. It's just before they started shooting. And uh, you mentioned music. We, we got a. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. That's the fact. And any duel Chills. is exponentially better when John Williams is behind it. Every saber in that fight makes a different noise. Uh, they all have independent hums and swings and and ignitions and all that all that cool stuff, all that nerd stuff, you know. It's all there, and then the t- the track ties into it, and it's it's just it's a dart, man. It is. It's got its little goofy moments, but for the most part, it's uh, that's number one. It's in its own league, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. How about y'all? Number one. I got it. I got to go with. Number one is Ahsoka and Maul on Mandalore. Uh, for me to watch basically a battle of wills. And in that moment, Maul's will is actually stronger than Ahsoka's. But of course, we know Maul can't win. But to watch Ahsoka fight and she's keeping this confident, you know, this this confident scowl. But we there's a there's you can actually see in certain cuts of the scene where it's like she's fighting for her life. Like she's like, wait, this fucker's actually pretty good. Like and I loved it. I love, I love watching Maul's arrogance get the best of him. This time, like a, again, like it gets him every time. But this time, it was like, it was, it was different because this, in my opinion, this was the start of the refined version of Maul, where he's like, he's still the arrogant asshole, but he's, he's maturing a little bit, like it, and I. I I love uh, I don't know that 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 duel is going to stick out in my mind, especially knowing that it was mocap and Ray Park was a part of it. Uh, yeah, that's my number one. You know, I don't want to sit here and harp on Ray Park. The, the whoever he was he was working with in that scene, the 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 two stable saber choreography for that scene is absolutely mad. Uh, that's got to be some of the hardest uh, choreography I've ever even attempted to do. Um, <laughs> that's why I don't post it. Because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, how about you, Vet? No, I'm in the same boat as like the Ray Park Ray Park Mall hype uh, train. Because both fights you guys mentioned do tie in as my number one. I was trying to think of a third one to put up there, but like I'm blanking right now. But yeah, just like I said, just Ray Park and like all his shit that he's done for Star Wars, changing the game and all that, and then doing mocap again for season seven. It was just like personal fan service for me because like nostalgia, nostalgia for me was like all there. And then like I remember like watching it the first time. Um, I figured it was mocap like right after I saw that kick, and I was like, that was that was too clean. There's no way they could have done that just by like animation alone. So yeah. I had a suspicion. I had a suspicion that was him in there. So 
which was awesome to find out afterwards. Go well, watch the, them in the mocap suits, man. Like, look it up. Yeah. Watch them in the mocap suits. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The, the early choreography for the Clone Wars is very, like, it's odd. Like, it, it, there's, like, n- enormous swings and then, like, and pauses, you know? It's, like, it's, it's, it's like very Samurai static. Jack, yeah. Y'all watch Samurai Jack. It's, it's similar yeah. to, like, that. It's got that. Yeah. Where they'll have the clash and then, like, the big sweep and it's really fast. And then it's just cutting to the motions, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Jamie says, popular t- opinion, but my number one is definitely Luke versus Vader, Return of the Jedi. Um, Solid. Can't go wrong. And then calling out uh, Luke versus Kylo as well, which love both of those. Um, those are both two good story fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, when it comes to, to, to story, I think these two, right, Battle of the Heroes, um, and especially for me, my number one is uh, Empire Strikes Back, um, Luke versus Vader. Yeah, Luke gets gets mollywopped <laughs> that entire time. Uh, Vader, you know, pulls a uh, Kobe Bryant where he's like, "All right, you, you had a good game, right? <laughs> you had a good game. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's forty points. It's, it's the last quarter. You can't do that. I just like <laughs> shut up. Um, but the 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 story." the intimacy in that fight you know we have this big broad room and you know luke's coming in there with, with confidence and then you see it you know he's he starts styling on him you know with the he's sprays him with the 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 mist and then backflips off of it he's doing little twirls in there that are meaningless <laughs> <laughs> But uh, as they fight, you know, their arena gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then they're on the bridge and then he's at the last bit. And just like uh, the weight of this reveal, you know, he's coming there to save his friends. He's coming there to, to avenge his father. And as this reality is setting in that this is not going to go the way you think and the world is closing in around him. He gets the ground shaking news. I don't know, I just love how that all played out in the film. Um, and so for, for me, that still gives me me chills, even though it's not the best when it comes to choreography. I just, I love it. The choreography for that one is not bad. It's mm-hmm. not, it's really not like you have to look at like what Vader's doing in that fight though. They got like a, a champion fencer um, doing the fight for that, you know, and it, it's very thought out what's happening there, whether it's maybe not the most fancy thing, but it is part of the storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, a brief shout out to the novelization <laughs> version of um, Obi-Wan and Anakin versus Dooku on the Invisible Hand. I very much dislike the movie version at least the first half of it is just funky to me no 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 anakin anakin and dooku when it gets down to the two of them that is some of the most solid performing Mm -hmm. that um, is great facts yeah the part before that like how casually he like obi-wan runs up and chops the b2 in half and then he gets absolutely crushed by the thing like he has no legs at that point there's no way he has legs uh then he gently falls on his legs <laughs> yeah. um but in the in the novelization um by matthew stover 
the fight is incredible because they are pulling a feint on him. And at one point, you know, Dooku's like, oh, man, these guys haven't improved at all. Like, I, I got this. And then all of a sudden, um, they pull a, a, a Rock Lee dropping the weights. Um, he's li- literally, he's like holding off um, uh, Anakin. And then all of a sudden, Anakin launches straight up and Obi-Wan is already there where Anakin just was coming for attack. And he's like, holy crap. And then both of them switch fighting styles. And we're like, and just start going going ham on them. Like in the novelization, it's such a beautiful fight. I, I recommend checking that out. Um, all right, so we're, we're we're nearing the end of the show. Um, there's one last fight I, I want to get your guys' opinion on. It wasn't really a fight, but Obi Wan when he fought Vader, and Vader was, you know, pulling some shadow step. And <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of of that fight? I loved it. I loved it. You see a you see a broken man unsure of himself in a duel where he's emotionally conflicted, confused because basically his brother slash son student is back from the dead and he is a mean son of a bitch and apparently has super speed. And <laughs> and you can tell that Vader can sense it. He's just pummeling it. It was it was an amazing story fight. Um I think I caught like one or two like kind of mistakes, but for the most part, for me, it was an amazing story fight, and I, I love the way it played out. Yeah. And Vader is such a dramatic bitch. <laughs> Very, he, he has a, a kill switch on breathing, so he could be more, <laughs> like more dramatic. And, he just flipped the switch. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, how about you guys? What did you think of it? Um. So the uh, the thing, my favorite part about that fight that like I have pop up in my head is um, Obi Wan like struggling to turn the lightsaber on in the dark, and then it's just like he got that new Neo Pixel going on, and it's just bright blue everywhere, <laughs> and like you, you, it looks like I shot this in my yard. I'm not trying to throw shade at it, but it looks like something I shot in the yard, you know. But it's real though, because it's got the shaky camera, and and you can feel his fear. You know what I mean? He's afraid. And it's just all he all you can see is blue. You don't know what's going on. And then then there he is. Then there's Vader right there, you know, and then shit's on fire. And next thing you know, he's on fire. You know, like it's <laughs> and something that's completely underrated that, that people don't talk about anywhere near enough is how confidence affects your ability to fight, to duel right. in any of these actions. Confidence is in a lot of cases, more important, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, so you don't get put on the back foot. Uh, yeah. And that, to well, me, that and does. if anything, any kind of performing, uh, whether it's fighting somebody or, you know, even when we do like stage stuff, I go into doing stage stuff and I cannot, uh, I never think about failing. I only think about succeeding. I only think about how how well I'm going to do. If I go up there and I'm fumbling around trying to turn my shit on like Obi Wan was, I'm going to go up there. I'm a bad time. I'm gonna catch on fire like like he did. <laughs> Legit. Yeah, he got roasted for sure. <laughs> how about you, Ben? What'd you think of it? Uh, I don't know if you're saying anything and you're muted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like. Is it oh, is that go. any better? Yeah. Yes. Better. Okay, there we go. 
Yeah, so my favorite part was, like, how it captured, like, Obi-Wan. It put us in Obi-Wan's, like, shoes and, like, made us feel, like, his fear and everything throughout the whole fight. It's, like, basically, like, that scene is, like, as if it was, like, um, it's like someone told you the boogeyman wasn't real. And then you find out he is, actually, and he's your freaking drama major friend who's in, like, critical care. <laughs> Turning off his life support suit to get the jump on you. No, that's the thing we're not talking about, though. Is that like he realizes that it's him? Like what? Like not even Second. I don't know how much time before it happens. So like, there's yeah. the the fear of of just realizing that this is Anakin. You know? Yeah. It has to, it has to set in. And then I also liked how like the like the fight itself, like it shows, like like Akula said, like Obi Wan is broken. I really like how it doesn't show him as like the great Jedi master that like we knew him as. Right. So like it's like it gives like a sense of realism which they're capturing very well for me. And like cuz I know like a lot of like movies or shows don't really do that. They kind of like toss that narrative to the side at the like just to have like a cool like fight scene at the expense of like the story itself. So like that's that's what I really like about it the most. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Well, this has been a, a, a great conversation. I appreciate hanging out with y'all. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Let's let's go around one last time. Um, if you have any closing thoughts, um, honorable mentions, and once again, let people know where they can find you and your amazing content. Um, we'll start with uh, Ven. So you can finally mo- you can find me mostly on TikTok. I'm working. I'm also trying to get up my. Uh, Twitter and Instagram going on as well. They're all under the same handle, then underscore Skywalker. And closing thoughts. Head empty, just lightsabers right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's that's a mood for sure. Uh, Mark? Um, what, you said something about honorable mentions, yeah. Um, as far as my favorite duels or whatever, I'm going to throw one out. Uh, yeah. I really like the first fight between the Inquisitor and Kanan, where the Inquisitor's just like talking shit to him the whole time. And he was like, you trained with master such and such, and you are favoring form three. And he's just like shitting on this man. And I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I do. Like when we do our live shows, like I, I talk a bunch of shit to the crowd and to whoever I'm working with. Like it's all a lot of fun, you know? And I love that. Um, and that that's so, a banter, yeah. <laughs> Um, but social media, like I, I do TikTok, um, I do Instagram, Mark does things, it's on everything. Um, that's it really. I don't, I don't have much else going on. <laughs> awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for, for coming out here. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Akula. All right. So I got, I got two, uh, two last thoughts. Number one. Yoda showing up to fight Dooku is vastly <laughs> underrated. Vastly underrated, and I don't know why people hate it so much. I love seeing that green puppet kick a little bit of ass. It was my first time seeing it, and I was like 14 years old, and I absolutely fucking loved it. Fuck y'all. Um, <laughs> in the movie, that's the best part. It's like in the beginning of the movie, they're talking about how Yoda's the, like, I'm better than Master Yoda is. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's he tossed the cane to the side, opened up his fucking <laughs> flap, and I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Um, um, number two, I am 
I my face is glued waiting for when they release Reva's uh, lightsaber. I'm going to drop a ridiculous amount of money on it. I can feel it in my soul. Um, yeah, me both. And uh, yeah, so you guys can find me on TikTok primarily, Inquisitor underscore Kula. Come find me. Awesome. Yeah. Uh... I, I will do one last honorable mention as well, and that is going to be um, it's an extended fight Rebels when the Inquisitors were trying to take the children, and they're fighting Ezra and Kanan and backing them up the doors open, and Ahsoka steps up, yes. and you're like okay you know, because we haven't seen what would a Clone Wars era fighter look like now, and then we see it. Okay, it's like we need to get back there and help her. And he's like, ah, no, man, <laughs> she's, uh, she's good. She's got it. She's got it. Yeah, yeah, she's she's good. Uh, You're talking so about the the Clone Wars era fighters fighting. Like it happens later too when uh, Maul makes his first appearance, like where he's fighting. Mm. There's three mm-hmm. Inquisitors. And they're like, oh, I'm, I got help. And like, Maul just fights all three of them by himself. <laughs> and Kanan and Ezra are just like, well, damn. <laughs> what now? Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's so true. Oh, God. Maul, is, Maul has just become such a, a cool character. And I love, you know, obviously we know Maul can never win. And that's his thing. And that's why I love his last fight with Obi-Wan so much. Because I think he knows. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, just, just end it, man. I'm, I'm so tired. <laughs> I am so tired. <laughs> he looks uh, tired. But he didn't what, too. He really does. <laughs> That's why I keep telling people, like, I hear people, like, they always want to see Maul again. I'm like, let the man rest. <laughs> he can't win. He's tired of losing. Is he going to get cut in half again? Probably. <laughs> he, he, he earned it. He earned his rest. Yes. Um, but uh, awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming out. This has yes, been sir. a blast. Uh, we, I will have all of you guys on again at some point in the um, in time so let me know your other favorite topics of interest so I know when to invite you back on but uh, for everyone watching thank you for hanging out in the chat or anyone watching this in the future um, appreciate all the sp- support and may the force be with you <laughs>